Okay, hello, hello everyone. And yes, 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 we are here. And I just want to see if we are also, yes, I am on Facebook and I want to start a watch party. Here we go. Actually, I'm live, so it's not needed. And you should be live, it's not needed. And let me go live on Instagram as well. And we are almost live. Yes, we are live on Instagram. Uh, I'm here with Ray. You don't see her. You know, I see the blonde. Uh, and you are not. <laughs> uh, and we are on Facebook and on YouTube. We are live every day at 10 p.m. Uh, in South Africa. And I think it is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 4 and we talk about uh, live video tech and anything in between okay ask me how are you i'm very good i'm working on the um, presentation for tomorrow the yoga sutras i know and, I'm so yeah i'm talking i'm working on that and it is quite unbelievable the first thing i started to work on is a fascinating question that um people should uh, look at uh, which is why why you don't use your full potential like your potential is 600,000 times at least 600,000 times more than your result what is the actual reason you don't use your potential and there is only one reason and and it, it's simple it's it's nothing to understand but once you really understand it because I, I've, I'm telling that to people, and I've said that before in uh, classes, and people say, yes, 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 but nothing really happened until the yes become I know. And once the yes become I know, um, everything changed in life, from all aspects of life, relationship, money, success, everything changed because you change that, because you have this answer to this question, so get ready for uh, that answer. Come up with whatever is your answer. Be, be ready with that. And we will discover tomorrow at, what time is it? 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have a free uh, webinar that's called The Lost Art of Yoga Sutra or The Path to You. And um, you'll discover some amazing things. So that's what I've been doing. What have you have been doing? Um, I have been as well getting ready for this and doing a lot of uh, marketing, marketing, marketing for all of my different yoga stuff and doing a lot of yoga. So um, I'm super excited for this. And uh, Mir, so so as you've been deep diving for the last while, do you have any, any insights, like any takeaways into how I can become more meditative that you found in the yoga sutra? Yeah, okay. So um, I think that uh, in order to control anything, in order to bring results in anything, you need to understand the thing. So the more you understand the, how to use Instagram, the better you'll use it, yes? The more how you... Yeah, exactly. The more, the more you understand the, how an engine works, the better you'll be able to fix it, yes? The more you understand the mind, the better you'll control the mind. And the more you will know 
the spirit, you'll be able to get the spirit to control things. So everything else is the more you understand them, the, the more knowledge you will get, the more you'll understand them, the better you will control them. But with the spirit, it's different. The more you actually get to know what you're supposed to know, the more you will control other things, not that thing. You understand? The more you will create them. It's totally different viewpoint. You, you see the, the subtle difference that is everything, yes? So, so what, can I, what can I do? Like, what's something practical that I can do to, to, to put me, the spirit, in better control? So, so one of the things that you are supposed to do is understand the Yoga Sutras. The Yoga Sutras is actually supposed to be the secrets to how to get the spirit back to its native state. That really was what it was intended to give. But uh, if you will read the Yoga Sutras today, you may get headache, but not much more. <laughs> Why is that? Because what's happened uh, during the years is that the Yoga Sutra is actually um, has been subverted, has been destroyed. Part has been taken away from it, part has been added, and what used to be an amazing piece of truth became a bunch of opinions. So what you have today is something that that what's written there is change above change on top of change on top of change on top of change on top of change and you add to that the viewpoint of the people that explain it and what you get is not as workable knowledge and how do i know and how do i know because if i read the what's written there to any person and i've tried uh, I read it to people that supposed to know, and I asked them, explain. And they couldn't explain. I mean, they could talk about it, but when I asked them, when I said, but look, what about that? And what about that? They got stuck. And uh, if they don't know, then I'm sure most people don't know. Does it make sense? I understand. Good. Does it make sense? <laughs> So, so what I hear is that this powerful piece of work um, through being passed down and passed down and passed down, everyone that touched it changed it with their own personality or opinion into it. And the things that they quite didn't understand, maybe they thought weren't useful and kind of set them aside. Exactly. Because, because it is quite old, 2,500 years is what they say. So that's a, that's a lot of generations and they didn't have paper, you know, so it wasn't like it was super well preserved. It was orally really passed down yeah so the question is of course uh, what's different with what we are doing here and because it can be that we're just adding another change on the change on the change and it's just going to be even worse yes it's just new so new do not mean good so what i'm actually doing is uh, something quite interesting and I'm not looking at the Yoga Sutras to explain them or to rewrite them, but actually I'm working or I worked on and I uh, came up with a way that anyone 
can be able to reconstruct them by himself. Do you understand? It's different. It's not teaching. I've never something. heard of that. I've never heard of that. So, so um, I, I saw some of your work on it, and I'm really excited to have you explain it. Yes. So the idea is like um, you can come, and someone can come to you and teach you something, and say, "Well, you know, it's written here that A plus B equals C." And you can say yes, 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 and became and, and if you say yes, 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 you become a parrot to one degree or another because it's not yours. You didn't make it yours. However, if you are the person that discovered that A plus B equals C, if you created something totally new, some you, you invented a new truth for other people to follow, at that moment, you know the subject. In any subject, regardless of how old it is, you can reinvent it. You can just come up with, with it again. And how do you do that is by a certain method of looking or a certain method of observing. If you, if you look at things from a different way, and that's what I will teach, not specifically in that coming free webinar, but in the whole series, the whole series will be designed to get you to realize and say, ah, that's what it should say. Not, oh, I read it, I understand it. And I, and I, and I know that this method will be, you will be able to apply to anything, to any subject. After you realize how to do that, you can do it on any subject. I will teach you about the Yoga Sutras because that's what we're doing. We, we're teaching that. But the method will get you to know any subject. And yes, I never heard about it. And, but I, that, but uh, when we started to talk about it, I looked at what do you do with the lost knowledge? How do you recover a lost knowledge? You become the creator of it. And how do you know if you do it correctly? If every single person thereafter that do it come up to the same conclusion, Probably you, you're talking, you, you, you are on the right track, you have the right thing. And then if what you find bring the actual intended uh, initial result, then for sure you have it. Wow, I'm excited. Me too. Okay, good. So, so today, right now, in this moment, in this unit of time, can you give me two or three things that I can do to feel more meditative? Just immediately to feel more peaceful, serene, pleasant, joyous. Okay, so I'll give you some, yeah, I'll give you something that will work for anything, not only for meditation. Whatever you do, whatever you do, try not to do it. This is when I try so not to do it. I'll explain, I'll explain. Let's say I have an itch, okay? Okay? So if you try to stop the itch, it will not work. But if I'll try not to do it, so I, in an itch will mean to make an itch happen, then the itch will go away by me trying to make the itch happen. If I want to be um, exterior to the body, regardless of what it's exactly mean, because of course you've got the question of how a nothingness can go out of a somethingness. But Let's go with that. Let's say that you can go exterior with the body. What you try to do, don't try to go exterior. Try to not go exterior. 
uh, you, tr uh, you try to, let's say you are tired, uh, don't try to be not tired, make yourself more tired. So you will see that by you trying not to do the things that you want to do or not to be the things that you want to be or not to have the things that you want to have, if you actually do that, you will see that at that moment you gain control. And the moment that you gain control over something, which means control means that you create the plus and the minus of the thing. That's what means control. Control means the ability to create the plus and the minus. If you can create both sides of the game, uh, you will see that you cannot lose. And at that moment, you have. Does it make sense? Yes. So, so for the people that are watching right now uh, in Sunday's webinar, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, what can they expect to have as a takeaway from that? Okay, the end of this webinar, uh, you will have uh, the first major realization is uh, all the things that you've done correctly so far. You'll understand a lot of things that you did correctly and you'll think, so what will, what's good will it be? Because most people think that in order to fix anything, you need to see what's, what's wrong about them. Well, actually, what you want to fix anything, see what's right about them, and you will see that the wrong will be non-existence. Because if you are so good, if you make the thing so good, if you make the plus so big, and you used to do the minus so big, you know, you, you know immediately all the bad. All day long you report to yourself, I'm bad, I'm not good, I'm this, I'm that. He's bad, he's bad, she's bad, everyone is bad. And generally you find fault all day long. Yes. <laughs> Constant constructive criticism on the, in, in, the, in the internal world. <laughs> and the only problem is that there's no such thing as constructive criticism. It's exactly. an oxymoron. But, but, but since you do that, once you will emphasize what's right, you will see that you, the one that create the good, will grow so much that at that moment you will have this realization that you can do something about it. Whatever is your condition, you can do something about it. And the moment that you can do something about something, there's no more anxiety, there's no more fear, there's no more anything because fear, anxiety, grief, all those things are the result of you saying, I can do nothing about it. The moment that you become a little bit more cause over it, a little bit, it doesn't require much. It's a millimeter more. Uh, the, the moment that you are a millimeter more cause than effect, at that moment, you start to control your life rather than your life controlling you. At that moment, you start to enjoy your life instead of preventing pain. At that moment, the sun starts to shine for you. So that sounds like a super good takeaway. And it sounds really positive. It sounds like an excellent result, especially in this, um, in this time when you know, I know so many people are feeling anxious, nervous, fearful, or maybe feel like they've been doing a lot wrong. So that, that'll be quite, quite lovely. 
Um, so, so what, what is it that really inspired you so much with the Yoga Sutras? When you looked at it, like what drew you towards this text? You asked me a question. Oh, it was me. Ah. <laughs> it's my fault. But you said yes. I mean, you know, there's other yogic texts. So, so I, you know, when I when I brought this to you, when I when I asked you about it, is because I thought it was first. It's it's a big work. It's not just one thing. So I thought you would find it interesting, and um, yeah, I wanted to see what you would do with it. Yeah, when you talk to me about it, uh, immediately I had the recall of a specific thing. And I knew about things that happened. And uh, because, I because I recalled those incidents, these things that happened, I knew that I can do something about it. And because I knew that I can do something about it, I, I uh, started to talk to him. I told you, I gave you my views, etc. And we decided that it would be a good, um, a good idea. And then I started to download, to write things. And uh, I realized it's really needed. It's really <laughs> needed. And I think you realized it's really needed. And well, then... It's, it's something that I have been looking at and knowing is not workable for people for a long time because you see what happens when they go into it, that it doesn't, it either is confusing or, or it seems to take them almost in a wrong direction or make them just have this quality of when I just have to sit here and do nothing forever because I'm a nothingness, so that means do nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the, the problem is uh, that what's written is not complete. And even what's written is misunderstood because the, 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 the way that it was written, it was written in a very concise way, very clear, but it assumed that every word means half a book for a person. So every word contains a book or half a book and if you don't understand that book, so, so, so imagine that you read, you saw a movie and someone's, and you, everyone knows that you know the movie. And instead of writing the whole story of the movie, they put the name of the movie. And now when someone writes it in a sentence, you have a whole movie. But then after 10,000 years, the movie is gone, the words stay, and someone said the word, and because it means, it doesn't mean much as, as alone as it stands alone, every person that reads it come and give his opinion. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it will become really complicated, especially if you have string of words that goes on and on and on and on, and most of them, each one of them is a movie. Mm -hmm. So now you have a person that just invents things and it doesn't make sense. And when you try to read it, you feel really bad. So secretly you start to think, well, I'm not so good at that. I'm not as smart. And maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's too advanced. And you come up with all kinds of solutions that do not solve the problem, which mean there are lies. You add another lie, which is now your faulty explanation. And how do I know it's faulty explanation? Because it doesn't solve the actual problem of getting you to understand, use, and improve your life by these amazing tools. Does yes. it make sense? 
yeah, completely. The Sanskrit language I mean, is something that a lot of people don't know. Like you take the word prana, for instance, and there's at least 50 different translations for that word. And most people hear the word prana and they just think it means energy, but it's it's it has a, broad, a bunch of broad uses, but also very specialized uses. And that's the thing with the Sanskrit language is it, it's not, it's, it's different from what we're used to in, in Western languages where one word kind of means one thing or maybe a few things. So- Yeah. I think that the, even if we take it and let's say it was energy, let's say that it was the simplest translation. Just if I ask any person that, you know, ask them to actually explain what is energy and where is it, <laughs> never mind what it is, where is it coming from? Where energy come from? Because there's, there's a law in this universe that there's, non, there's no such thing as nothing, as something from nothing. So where is it coming from? And then there's the law of conservation of energy and so on and so on. So, and what is the difference between energy and force and power and so on and so on. And you will see that actually it gets even more complicated because not only uh, Sanskrit is not uh, understood, but English is not understood. So now we have a party of two. <laughs> every words have two, uh, two movies, one the original movie and now another movie and it's just a mess. Yeah, so I think that that's why there's a lot of confusion. So, so it sounds to me like one of the things that you're going to do with this 300 hour program is to really articulate and define the terms so that there's not a confusion with the basic working um, fundamentals of how to use the language of spirituality. Yeah, exactly. And actually, uh, the key to understand if, if, is if someone teaches you something and you find it confusing, um, the person that teaches you don't know how to teach. And why doesn't know how to teach? Because he doesn't understand the subject himself. Anything that you understand, you will be able to explain to a six years old. And if you cannot explain it to a six years old easily, you don't understand it and you need to man up and say, yes, I actually don't know. <laughs> That's all. So, so that reminds me, I got, a, I got a message from a student the other day and I, she was in a course where I taught her stuff about how to heal the knee. And she wrote to me, she's like, my son, who's eight years old, he, he's really sporty right now and they live in Portugal. And she said he hurt his knee really bad playing sports. And she's like, I explained to him what to do. And he's feeling like 90% better already. Exactly that. Exactly that. It's simple. It's a simple thing. And you just do this and then it works. Yeah, yeah. Actually, th there are few indication when that someone knows. The first thing is that it's simple for him. He almost cannot fathom how someone else will not see it. He he feel bad for charging for that knowledge because it is like what I mean. It's so simple. What don't you see? You just described how I feel with yoga. I'm just like, how so how can I even charge you? It's just this thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I actually. I'm like, oh, it should be <laughs> the most obvious thing. You put water in the cup. <laughs> exactly. So this is number one. The second thing, that person will be able to explain it to a six years old. So number one, it's simple. Number two, you can you can explain it to a six years old. So you consider 
that there is no such thing as learning disabilities, but only teaching disabilities. If the student did not learn, it's never the student fault. Never, ever, ever. If the student did not understand, it's never the student fault. It's only the teacher's lack of abilities or lack of responsibility. And number three, once you learn it, you actually bring result in the physical universe. Not thinking the good thoughts, not hoping, not planning, not nothing. You bring actual result in the physical universe. And if you don't, the teacher and you are both, both bullshitters. Before that, only the teacher was bullshitter <laughs> with the first two. But with the third one, both sides are bullshitter because that's the responsibility of the student to go, uh, to go out to, to life and bring result. And if it does not bring result, to go through some kind of a debug, something that will fix the misunderstanding. And it can be that you need a debug. It can be that you need to, to fix something. But the teacher should be able to do that too. He can fix any problem related to the material that he teaches. And if not, he's not a teacher. He maybe can talk nicely, maybe he, he has a nice tie, maybe he has a nice face, whatever, but he's not a teacher. Yeah, there's an exception. <laughs> you had the exception, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I know that this upcoming course is organized into three different sections, and the, the first one is 30 hours, and you call it the awakening. And so if somebody participates in this first 30-hour program, what can they expect, what results can they expect in their, in their world? What's going to change? Why is it worth it? Um, the first, the first part there uh, probably it's the most important part. The others may be powerful and amazing, and have lots of secrets and um, will give you power, blah blah blah. But the most important thing is this uh, this part because uh, this part will stop the bleeding. What do I mean? Uh, every single person on Earth right now, uh, if they don't know the knowledge of life uh, actually bleeding and what they bleeding is not blood because blood you can do ble blood trans transfusion but what they're bleeding is the most important thing they're bleeding themselves out they're losing themselves they're deteriorating as a spirit so it's and like a spirit syndrome yeah it's just the spirit deteriorating there's a deterioration of the spirit and every spirit uh, can deteriorate to such a degree that it considers that it cannot recover anymore. And at that moment, there is a change from being a spirit to becoming physical. Becoming an object. An object yes, to become a physical thing, you become an object. And... Um, if you look around you, you will see that a lot of people um, think that they are a thing. They think that they are a body, their own body. They think that they are the car that they're driving. They think that they are something. And that's the first manifestation of you going below that make or break point 
you and think the first thing and do the first thing that we will, <laughs> the first thing we will do is to stop the bleeding meaning from that moment onward you will stop the deterioration and that sounds like ah okay i'll stop the deterioration it is like opening you you look down for a long 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 time trying to avoid pain trying to avoid problem being careful don't, all those bad things you've been looking down for a long time and what we would do we would get your head and tell you hey there is something up and the down is not important when you go up the down is important only when you go down wow that's a that is very poetic near like it. the down is only important when you go down but when you go up it's not down for you um, so, so, so now I, I would like to talk about this as a little more. Do you think that people spot when they are becoming an object, or is it just so common in the culture that it's considered normal? Like, is there a way to know if this has happened to you? Like, how, like how, for people hearing this, like, how would they know if they're in that place where they're becoming dense, heavy, a material thing? The, the general, the general deterioration goes through different steps. So if you will, if you will know the steps down, you may realize that you are somewhere. But generally, as you go down, um, at some point and quite early in the game, you start to go down, and uh, what's happening at that point is uh, you need to be right. You have this strong urge to be right because what does it mean to be right? To be right is not to go further down. You want to go up. So you want to be to, to go up, but you're going down. But because you want to go up, you actually intensify the down. And the moment that you want to, to be right, what you do is something quite unbelievable. It seems like it's pro-survival. But think about this is all the options. You have uh, five people in the whole universe. Each... each, uh, each um, finger is 1.5 billion people okay so you think that this is the all the people in the universe and you want to be right which means that there's a tiny 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 you that have one viewpoint and you say all those people are wrong because i'm right because if they are right you are not right anymore you are not as right so what you actually say is i if they are wrong is you don't see all of that because they are wrong why should you look at that you look only on your right. And the more you have one viewpoint, the less you see, the further you go down. So you want to know how bad off you are. Look how much you, how important for you is to be right. Not how, because when, when, you, are, when you want to be right and you actually want everyone else to be right, you don't want to be right you actually want to do the right thing. There's a big difference between I want to be right and to do the right thing. And the right thing will be the greatest good, the greatest survival, the greatest life to the greatest number of being, people, and things. And when you want to be right, is the greatest good, the greatest survival, the greatest uh, joy, the greatest things for me, and the hell with all the rest. And that's how you can recognize where you are. 
can give you an estimation. Is How right you is, an, is another way to recognize it, like if you find that you need to be right, and then when you're not able to establish this, that you get some sort of emotionality from this, you start to feel a certain emotion, or is, is, is there another way to spot it? Because I Emotion. feel like Emotions, uh, I'm going to say something that uh, is not popular, but unfortunately, I, uh, it's true and I, and I can show it. You're popular uh, enough, you can get away with it. You have a few exactly. jump off the island, but it's okay. You have good jokes, they'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so any emotion is a manifestation of reduced ability any emotion any um, so people tell me usually what so i mustn't be emotional no no i said the emotion is a problem not you you can be anything as long as you are not the emotion <laughs> do you understand the big difference between i am the emotion i'm angry or happy or something or I am me and I'm creating the emotion to bring about a, an effect, a controlled effect. I'm using it to move something. So I'm using force to move a stone that will be logical, but it will not be logical to move a, uh, to use force to, to move a spirit. So if you are not the emotion, but you're creating it, you are in control of it your exterior to the emotion, then it's beautiful. Otherwise, regardless of what the emotion is, it's destroying you and you love it. Why do you say people love it? Uh, because um, uh, love, one of the definition of, the, the actual definition of the word love is the urge to be together for no reason at all. As a person deteriorate, he doesn't have an urge to be together but he has a necessity to be together. He's becoming effect of becoming together. So he must love, he must be with that guy. If this guy leave him or if this lady left him, he is now devastated. So that's a different viewpoint on being together. So they love it, uh, but in a, a cuckoo way, which is not the true love, which is a spiritual love, but the physical love. And it has many, many levels, but generally is the necessity of being together versus the urge to be together. So, so I want, I'm cause over it, or I'm at degrees of effect. So in other words, as people become themselves more being like objects with a fixed viewpoint and the need to be right, then their relationships also become objects, a thing, yes? Everything, everything around them is will adhere. They will see everything. They, they, they put a special glass glasses that actually filter out all the creation. And the only thing that they see is what they want to be right about. And they will um, bend the environment to match the imaginary map. In the army, we had the, um, we, when we've learned how to navigate. So they teach you how to navigate. They tell you during the day, you take a map and you learn what you're going to, where you're going. So you say, I will step a 
100 steps this direction, I will see a mountain on the left and I will see a river on the right. And when I will see, when I will start to see this hill, I have to turn left away from the river. And you, you, you plan this thing and you've learned the story, what you need to do and you count steps, etc. Uh, but because it's night, and uh, because you sometimes confused, you lose your you lose your bearing. You you are in a totally different place. There is nothing that matching the map. You think that there should be a mountain here and a river there. There is no river and there is no mountain. There is a valley, but you bend the map to somehow tell you that what you see match the map and there is no connection whatsoever and everyone doing it because you want to be right so when you want to be right you bend the facts to meet your viewpoint you bend the facts to meet your viewpoint so uh, this mechanism is a mechanism that destroys you because it makes you blind and then every disaster you had preceded with you bending the map. Wow, wow. So I like the analogy of the like a glasses or filter. Um, do, yeah. you have any, do you have any tips that people can take away from today about how to take, how to, how to maybe take that mask off that filter, the, the glasses off just a little bit so they can let a little light in or see a little more clearly or have a positive change? Yeah. yeah. So if, I, if you have any situation that is not optimal for you, if you have something that uh, painful, uh, upsetting, uh, not right, uh, sit down, take a piece of paper and answer this question. How can you be a little bit more cause over that situation? More cause with me means how can I make myself the creator of that situation? How can I control the situation? Which means it cannot be that anything or anyone could be blamed. So you cannot say, well, you know, if I had money, I would. No, no, no. How can you, within the rules of the game, within the, within the limitations of the game, ignoring everyone else that involved and everything else that involved can actually go a little bit forward to towards the expected results and if you can do that if you can write a little bit just write something something you will see that if you do that again and again and again and again how can you be a little bit more cause how can you bring get closer you don't need to get to the result just a little bit closer you'll see your life will improve in order of magnitude can you give me an example of that, please? Yes. So let's say you, you're sitting at home and you've been fired. And <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> because of the coronavirus and you cannot go out. And uh, you are in the field of entertainment. So there's no entertainment going on. Uh, not even for yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and you're sitting home and it's all happened to you. You are total effect. So you sit down and you write, how can I become a little bit more cause? So you say, you know what? 
I can study something, so I can improve towards the future. So from now on, every day, uh, from 10 o'clock in the morning to 12, I will actually study something that I always wanted to study, and I know that in the future it will help me to get somewhere. And you say, okay, fine, so this is something, fine. Um, how else can I Because Well, from now on, I decide to train every day. I will do gym. I will just do a bodyweight gym. I'll go to uh, Facebook or and uh, or yoga. Yes, uh, I, I always wanted. I always wanted to be nice to my wife. So <laughs> that's a good time to exercise this thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually wanted to have um, time with my kids. So from now on, I'm going to set up a, a father time, which is one hour per week, one hour per day, where the child have his own time with me. We do whatever he wants, anything he wants. I only listen and answer honestly to what he wants, and we do what he wants. That's his hour, anything he wants. And you come up with things that you can do, and you, you will see that all of a sudden, once you start to do that, what you prove to yourself is that you can because. And because you can because, you will see that you will have more and more and more ideas on how to handle the situation and uh, out of nowhere, you will handle the situation. It's not that out of nowhere, some kind of, of a solution will come up, but you will come up with a solution and it will seem like it's magic, but me and you know that it's you. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> it was the universe that did it. <laughs> it's, not the, it's always you. And if it's the universe, you are in effect. And if you are in effect, even if the universe did it, then you are at the mercy of some dead thing that called the universe. Okay, and we are a square one of being effect. Hold the phone. So, so this is a very, very, very popular idea in a, in a lot of the spiritual communities, that if it's meant to be, it will be. And if I'm supposed to have this in my life, then the universe will bring it to me. And, this this idea that you're just sitting there and somehow floating along and, and if it's meant to be just without anything, it'll come to your life. And I see a lot of people have this and they end up just waiting and they have hopes, but then they're kind of like, yeah, but if I tried you hard, what if it doesn't work out? And if it's meant to work out, it'll come to me. And it's like this loop, this 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 thing that gets stuck in. So it sounds like you were touching on that just for a moment. Would you like to explain yeah. So natively, you are the creator. You say and it happened. You don't even say, you, you just decide that it happened. And as you deteriorate for different reasons, uh, every time you deteriorate, the game, the physical universe hit you. So you say, you say um, well, you know, I'm going to do that. And as you're going to do that, you get hit, boom. And you say, oh, wow, that was not nice. But you, you know, you're powerful. Yeah. So <laughs> and you say, Whoa, that was not nice. And you try again, and it's like harder and harder and harder. And all of a sudden, you see, when the next time, when the next opportunity comes up to make a decision, you say, 
you know, universe, why don't you decide? And you become at that moment dead. Because when you cannot decide, you cannot live. Because what is a piece of a of physical universe? A piece of a physical universe is composed of a total indecision. It's combinations of doubts. Every atom in the universe is a doubt. Plus and minus, plus and minus, plus and minus, plus and minus, plus and minus. Atom jumping, it's a total doubt. How thick it is, how thick it is and how strong it is get defined by how strong is the doubt. So air is, has less doubt in it than solid. And if you will actually go and check the mechanics of the physical universe, how atoms are working, you'll see that the degree of solidity defines the degree of doubt. How right it is, metal is much more right than water because there's less atoms that are jumping and they're more organizing, so they're more right. So there are the, this, the, and what does it mean? That the movement of the atoms are so close to each other that the doubt is so close to each other, where in air or in gases, the, there is much more fluidity because the opinion can still be changed somehow. And you will see that as a person go from, let's say, spiritual thing, you can make it like a gas into a fluid, into solid, that's how you're dead. How dead you are is how condensed is the energy within you, yet everyone talk, I want more energy. You don't want more energy. You want to put up, to create, to bring something from nothing, not to use it, not to consume it. But we'll go over that in the course and you will have Oh, 100%. I have to wait till then. I want to hear more about doubt. Yeah, well, we we will. I will explain in the course. It's this. This is a whole. This is a course. It starts with the thirty hours, and there's a the next piece is one hundred and seventy hours, where it gets a lot more in depth. Yeah, and then you know the whole thing's a three hundred hour course. So there's the 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 final part where you really become quite the mystic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. I, I know that um, anyone that will be on any parts of these courses, especially the first one, the first one, it's almost that um, you need to be in a very good condition to decide today about the second part of the course because you will read about it, but it will not really be real to you. You really need to be in a high condition to to really see what's the second part and the third part will, how you will benefit from it. And, and that's why we broke it down to three parts because the first part will be real to you and then you will do it and you will want the second part and you will want the third part. And there will be a few people that can actually see from the beginning, ah, yes, of course I want that. But most people will not see it because you've been going down for a while. You've been looking down for a long, long time. You don't believe <laughs> You didn't see something 
doing bungee jumping, thinking about, well, you know, I want to go up right now. He just worry about going down. He's looking down. I don't want to hit the bottom. <laughs> so, 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 can you? Uh, I know that you tell a lot of jokes. Have you heard any uh, any good ones recently? No, not even one. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like to tell jokes when I have people in front of me. Oh, what? Because I'm not a person. You are, but it's not the same. It's not. It's not. I'm, and I'm doing the webinar for the audiences, not for you. So, ah, okay, okay, okay. so, okay. yeah. Not any other no, question? Just wanted to joke. Nope, that's all. I'm super excited for um for Sunday. I think that will will be an amazing lecture. And um, so, where can people find this? They can register. I think it's on the screen. Yeah, uh, www mirezra.com forward slash yoga. Um, I'm yeah. sure on Facebook and on Instagram as well at Mir Ezra official on Instagram. And you can type Mir Ezra into the search bar on Facebook and, and find him. Yeah, and uh, on Instagram, it's on uh, my profile. Just go to the profile and click. And uh, I'm sure it's on your profile too, or I'm, I yes, didn't it's actually. All over. It's, it's all over. And if, even if you look behind you, you'll see the link is there. <laughs> Even if you look below you in the downward spiral, you don't know you. The, the link is there. If you look okay. up there, you'll see it there. All right, guys, we'll see you Sunday, 3 p.m. Thank you. Thank you for watching. I didn't uh, actually look at all the people that are here. So, Shaket, oh. Hassan, Monica, Amit, lots of people are here. And I'm generally uh, not looking at um, who is logging in and out and at the comments because my purpose is to deliver a message and to answer uh, what Ray or whoever is with me asking me. And if I will uh, split the attention between the person and everyone else that's asking questions, you will not get the answers. So if you want to ask a specific questions that I will answer, private message me, go to uh, Mayor Ezra official on Instagram or Mayor Ezra, write to me and you know I always answer you'll get the answer either privately i will send you to i will send you a link to a video or i will write to you i will send you a voice message uh, and uh, if i would think that it's a more generic question i will answer it in one of the facebook lives or i will do a video on it so thank you thank you ray amit and swapna thank you very much for all the help for days and days and days, you're really helping and you are just unbelievably amazing. Amit, Swapna, unbelievable. And we have uh, Shamaya that's running the show at the background. We never see her, but she's always here. And the most, most, most important, Gali, that helps me so much with every single move. Gals help me a lot, a lot. And every day, he helps me more. And um, it's hard to believe but uh, that you can love someone above love. So there is something above love. It's called what I feel, Kugal. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Thank you. And Ray, thank you very, very much uh, for the question. And very big thank you for everyone that joined. And please share, 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 and invite people. We are almost at capacity. Our target was 400 people. And last time that I saw, I think we've been at 370 something. So we are almost at capacity. So uh, that's it. Thank you very much.
and uh, I love you. Bye bye. Let me end here. Oh yes, and and here. Hold on.